Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about if it's worth it to spend money on a nice office. So my theory on this, if you asked me a couple years ago, I'd have been like, screw that. It's all about remote. I've always worked well in remote. Da, 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 da. Office is a waste of money. And that's kind of the argument that people make when it when it's time to, when they make the argument on remote versus an office culture, right? It's like, oh, you get to save money and you can hire more people. Well, here's the thing. What I've learned is in a collaborative environment, like an agency, for example, it's really helpful to have people in the same environment, just talking, talking through ideas because that collaboration helps a lot, right? So right now, I mean, we are in the process of moving over to a new office in downtown LA, but the LA, the, the people on the LA team over here, it's just, we've, we've been working at this co-working space where we have three offices and we pay a hefty amount of change a month. So I think it's close to $11,000 and we have three little offices, right? So that's each one's like maybe, I don't know, 200, 300 square feet or so. It's but not they're that nice. They look nice. They look nice. But the new one that we're moving into, that's 3,200 square feet, right? So yes, a, a good portion of our team still remote. But like the new one that we're moving into, we get to create our own culture and, you know, we get to have our own furniture, all that kind of good stuff with the conference rooms, all the kind of good stuff, right? And what I've learned in the past when I've looked at other companies too, um, when people built nice offices, they spent millions and millions of dollars on offices, is that offices are really good for recruiting. It's really good to bring your clients into, and it makes people happy too at the end of the day to have this home. Because here's the thing, we have people, even though we come into the office three days a week, there's still people that come in every single day, and it's good to create that kind of home environment for them. And even the new office that we're planning to move into, well, that is going to be basically the same cost. To me, it's a no-brainer. If you're looking to build a culture, which is, this is exactly from the, the WeWork CEO, he says, when it's time for you to build a culture, that's when you look at building out your own space or moving into your own space. Yes. The question is, is do you need a nice office? Yeah, I think so. Because if you put people in a like a crappy work environment, it's like going into like a crappy home. It's just the feeling to me, and then this is like, this is gut feeling, right? The feeling to me is just like, man, like I want to, I don't really want to go there. Like this is not a nice place to call home. It's just not a good feeling. I think it's a waste to spend money on a nice office. But I'm not are, saying, aren't you moving into a nice office? Yes, because that's my business partner picked it. Oh, yeah. See, so you are. <laughs> yeah, but if it's up to me, I wouldn't care for a nice office. I believe offices are good and they have their purpose. If you're an ad agency like you are, we also own an ad agency. It makes sense to have a nice office because customers end up coming there. It looks good. Mm. It's presentable. But in general, I wouldn't do it. I'd rather take that money, save some of it, have a mediocre looking office with cheap desk and nice chairs. I still want people to be comfortable, but spend the extra money on things like food for everyone every single day so they don't have to pay for their own lunches or other community related activities that helps build the culture. But you can do both, right? If you have the money, if you don't have the money, then it gets a bit tough. Mm. And especially during the early stages, I don't recommend spending a lot of money on a nice office. Only when you're profitable, you're growing 
and you don't necessarily know what to do with the money, by all means, go get a nice office, go spend money on the lunches, the culture and all that kind of stuff. I do think it's necessary to spend money on the culture from day one, but the nice office, it's just a plus. I don't think you need it. Yeah. So Neil and I talked about the concept or we talked about the the subject was on lavish uh, expenses and the office is certainly one of them. And I think it also depends on the business that you're in. Right. So Neil and I. So in an agency kind of creative environment, I think it's helpful to have a nice place because your clients are going to be meeting and it's just helpful to have that kind of that kind of um, what should we call it? Perception. We should say perception is everything. Right. Because perception is reality at the end of the day. So uh, so now, if you're in an engineering focus environment, now I know friends that have really nice offices, but their engineering office is just completely somewhere else, uh, could sometimes completely somewhere else in the world. It's not exactly the nicest office, right? So, you know, coming back to this, I think it also depends on the business that you're in. It just so happens that uh, one of the businesses that Neil and I run, the type of business is the type that warrants a nice office. Well, do you have a three year lease on your nice office? The next one, yes. That's too long, dude. I, I, I can't wait, sign those Bring it down leases. from five to three. It's, it's tough in LA. doesn't matter where you are. I can say it's tough in San Diego or San Francisco. I only do sublets. That's one of the reasons why we have a nicer office. We might actually do that. Yeah, you yeah. should only do it. Don't sign the three-year. Mm-hmm. Did you already sign it? We didn't sign it yet. So see, don't I, sign I got value from this podcast. I only do sublets. I don't like doing more than one year because you don't. when you're growing, you don't know where you're going to be in the long run. So make sure you're in your office or you have the commitment for the least amount of period. I don't like more than one year leases. I did. We did in San Diego. We did WeWork. We lasted there for six months. We sublet one of our friend's office. Tony he used to run an affiliate company, gave us all the furniture and everything like that. And within three months, we outgrew it. But our sublet was for six months. And now we have another one. I only wanted to do one year max. We couldn't find one that the team liked for that had a one year sublet. They found one that was like one year and three or four months and it was decent size, but only stick to one year if you can help it. It's too risky to lock yourself into like four, five year or even three year leases. Yeah. And just keep in mind too, um, in a lot of cases, so so sometimes assuming the landlord is not an a-hole, you will have the opportunity to grow into other kind of offices that are under their portfolio. So it can be the same building or somewhere else. You do have that option, but ideally what Neil is mentioning, ideally if you're subletting A or if you can sign a one-year lease, that's in your best interest. Um, and then also, finally, last but not least, consider that if the industry that you're in does not warrant a nice office, where can you reallocate those those cost savings to help grow you even further? So that's it for today. But before we go, check out singlegrain.com slash giveaway for the stuff that we're, the giveaways stuff that we're always changing from time to time. So see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.